And a name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one in the back. Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. Wham! Cut sap. First try. Why are you so serious? He's a fast killer. I love the smell of night pump in the morning. I'm freaking I've been drinking green tea all goddamn day! I don't know. I have a bad feeling about this. Oh, God. What do you want? Hello, everybody. You are listening to the Good Day for a Movie Podcast. I am Jacob. Alongside me, as always, Tate. What's up? And Sage. Sage. Hello. What the hell? <laughs> okay, so you may you the listener may be confused. Sage, you may be confused as well as to why Sage and I sound so weird. Well, we're both calling in because we uh, have to ambush Sage with the pick. The last episode, Tate announced the next movie that we are going to be reviewing, um, but Sage does not know it yet because he doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> well, he, he was out putting in the good fight. He was. How was Europe, my friend? Good. Took down some Russians. Yeah, did you eat some good food? Did you go to any Michelin star restaurants? Uh, no, none with, oh, none with star, none, none with current stars. I went to one that has had a star in the past, but. Fuck yeah, that actually sounds yeah. like a good option. Yeah, it was great. It was, all the food was amazing. Give me Spain, the past stars. Huh? Give me the past stars. I don't need the current stars. Fuck the current stars. Give me the past stars. Yeah, I mean, it was really good. It was probably the best dish I had the whole trip. What'd you have? But overall, it was amazing. It's called Turbo or Turbit. I don't know how you pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, it's a fish? It's a fish, yeah. It's like a, it's like a flounder. It's yeah. like a bottom. Yeah. Nice. It's so good. That was Under good. the sea. That's how I know what a flounder is. <laughs> it has one. That's weird. What? has one eye, so that's weird. Flounders do? I think this particular fish. Interesting. The turbot? Um, I don't know how you say it either. But. Yeah, so you, you you missed a lot, Sage. Um, who did we... Oh, we had Nate on. We had Nate uh, while on. You were gone. And he picked And he Rob picked a random Roy. movie from 1995, a Scottish movie, that was not Braveheart from the same year that Braveheart came out. Wild. Actually, I did see the Instagram post, so... Yeah, and then then we also had Michael Nip on last week, and we reviewed the unbearable weight of massive talent. I also released a solo podcast stage where it was just me talking <laughs> to the microphone. <laughs> Can you guess what movie it was on? Um, a random movie. Yeah, kind of. It was on the Truman Show. Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah, I. Uh, there were some religious aspects in that movie that I didn't know were there, so I kind of talked about that. It was not our typical movie review, but this next this movie that we're reviewing for this episode um, is also atypical. Sage, are you ready Sage, for this? The floor is yours. Well, I'm still like catching up with the fact that I'm getting ambushed. <laughs> yeah, you had no idea this is happening. Are you ready for this pick? No. We are going to watch. Wait, what do I have to watch? We we are going. That's what he's about to tell you. We, we oh, yeah okay. 
we're <laughs> I get what Jacob says sometimes now. <laughs> we are going to watch Paddington two. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Not the first. We're skipping the first, but we're watching Paddington two. You know, you know the, uh, the movie about the like the animated bear with like the other real. I think there are other real people. I don't really know. I know what Paddington is. I'm that's hmm. interesting. Paddington two is the pick. So a little background here, Sage. A little background. Um, in the movie Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, starring Nicolas Cage, one of the jokes was that, um, no, what's the other guy called? What's Pedro the other Pascal. guy's name? Yeah, Pedro Pascal's, one of his favorite movies was Paddington 2. And then they watch Paddington 2 and they're both crying through the whole thing. <laughs> Can you just stop stalling and answer the question? What is your third favorite movie of all time? Paddington 2. What? I mean, I don't want to be a snob, but... I cried through the entire thing and made me want to be a better man. Bullshit, mom! Yeah, so they, they both, like Nick Cage says, what's, what's some of your favorite movies? And one of his top threes was Paddington 2. And Nick Cage was like, bullshit. And he was like, it's incredible. And they watch it, and they're both just tear-jerking the whole time. And then it was like a running joke for the whole film. And then like later in the movie, he asks his daughter, he's like... You want to watch a movie? You can pick. And she's like, it's going to sound dumb, but have you ever seen Paddington 2? And so, not knowing anything about this film, I was very hyped on it. And then when we talked to Michael Nip about it, he was like, Paddington 2 is insanely good. And I was like, holy shit, we need to watch this. Do we need to know what happened in Paddington 1? No. Everybody is saying no. I'm still going to watch it. Um, I'm not. Paddington. The, the first Paddington is available to stream on Netflix. And Paddington 2 is available to stream on HBO Max. Which is also Here crazy is the, in itself. Yeah. Here's the plot summary of Paddington 2. Paddington, now happily settled down with the Brown family and a popular member of the local community, picks up a series of odd jobs to buy the perfect present for his Aunt Lucy's 100th birthday, only for the gift to be stolen. <laughs> God, that sounds horrible. Okay. So I guess I just spoiled um, the first Paddington for myself because he... Finds a family, I guess, is the plot of the first one. But that's all right. I'm still going to watch it. <laughs> this is very confusing. Yeah, hey. yeah. No, trust me. I, I was just as confused as you were when it, when the word came out of his mouth. I, I can't get it off my brain. Was... After we watched Nicolas Cage and The Unbearable Weight of Talent or whatever, I was like, I need to watch this movie just so I can stop thinking about it. And I, Jacob, I actually had a dream about Paddington last night. And I don't really remember what happened in my dream. But I woke up happy that's as fuck, crazy. and I was like, I need to watch this. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm ready. I think it's going to be happy. It might be a tearjerker. I don't know, because they're they crying hard at the end. But <laughs> This is like just, you know, a thing to think about, Tate. Um, they were acting. <laughs> they're actors. <laughs> hey, hey, no, that was real. When they're met, maybe they're method actors, they're actors, and they actually watched the whole thing and actually cried. I'm thinking I'm going to cry. I don't know what, I don't know what I'm going to do, but um, I don't really know what to expect. Yeah. But that's the movie. Anything else? Anything else, Sage? Um still accepting the fact that I got ambushed outside of that nothing else. <laughs> got ambushed and got told to watch Paddington 2. Yeah, that is a surprise. All right. Well, we will be on the other side. 
Dear Aunt Lucy, you sent me to London to find a home. I have a wonderful family. I think you're in great shape for a man your age, Mr. Brown. Ah, thank you, Paddington. Hang on, how old do you think I am? Oh, uh, about 80. I've really got to grips with how things work. Mr. Gruber, come in. I'd like to get my Aunt Lucy a birthday present. How about these rolling shoes? Please, Mr. Gruber, be serious. What's this? This popping book is the only one of its kind, and they want a lot of money for it. I'm going to get a job and buy that book. Hello, window cleaner. I'm not the thief. We're rich again. Brown pee. Laundry duty. It's only one red sock. What's the worst that can happen? Afternoon, chaps. I want to hear all about the investigation. Paddington is innocent. I'm going to prove it. He's a master of disguise. Off. This is breaking and entering. We haven't broken anything. looks for the good in all of us, and somehow he finds it. If we're kind and polite, the world will be right. Oh, dear. Ah! Ow. I don't do nothing for nobody that I don't get nothing in return. <laughs> you bitch, you knew you were going to do that. <laughs> Paddington 2. We have all watched it. Neither of you guys watched the first Paddington, right? Nope. Nope. Definitely not. I did. I watched it last night. Um, Question for you. Dad dies. Uncle dies. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yes. Because they say that in Paddington 2. Well, I mean, Paddington 2, he's just not there. So I'm like, this is... Do you know who he was voiced by? In the first one? Not at all. And the second one. He he made an appearance in the second one at the beginning. But no. Dumbledore, Michael Gambon. Hmm. When he started talking, I was like, holy shit, that's Dumbledore. What's happening? Um, another Harry Potter connection. And the first Lucy one or the second it. one? What? In the first one or the second one? Both? Both. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Aunt Lucy, the person who did her voice, played Dolores Umbridge. Oh, she's shitty. <laughs> yeah. Another oh, so Harry nice Potter connection oh my God. from both of these. Julie Walters, who played Mrs. Bird, their little housekeeper lady. What? The the Brown family, like the main family, their little like housekeeping lady, the old lady that's with them. I thought that was just their grandma. No, so it's 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 either I can't remember if it's the mom or dad's <laughs> sister. It's it's one of their sisters. Wait, what? It's one of the dad's or the dad or mom's sister. She's yes. like 80 and they're like 60. I'm that's I'm pretty sure that's what they said in Paddington 1. What? I thought that, that was the yeah. kids. I thought that was like the mom's mom. I thought that was like the in-house grandma. Do you know who she played 
in Harry Potter? Definitely not. Mrs. Weasley. Hmm. How She's about that? Nice. Isn't that crazy, Sage? I'm astonished. Sage, you got to turn your mic up, you bitch. <laughs> you got to turn your mic up, you bitch. Um, huh? You have to turn your mic up, you bitch. It's all the way up. It's not. Then put it closer to your face. Ugh. Are you talking into it the right way? It's been a little while for you. It's a little rusty. Bitches. <laughs> all right. First reaction. <laughs> okay. So start no, with... no, 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 no. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> So before we get into first reactions, I'm going to finish my notes on the first Paddington. Oh, right, right, right. Um, the villain in the first one, Nicole Kidman. Oh, weird. Why? <laughs> I don't the, know. Craziness. The of the first one? <laughs> um, and then also in this one, this goes for the first one as well. I didn't know which of these characters would appear in both of them. But the like angry, like grumpy, like security guard guy that lives Wait, in my neighborhood. Pause. Peter Capaldi. Yes. The, I, the, doc, the doctor. Yes. I, was, oh, I said <laughs> in my notes, I have four sage Peter Capaldi's in the first one. He's a doctor. Yeah. yeah. Sage knows his doctors. Mm-hmm. There were like two or three doctors, like Doctor Who, uh, the news newswoman. She was in a Doctor Who episode. Oh, really? Couldn't tell you which one, but I was like, oh, the Leo Jesus. DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we can get into first reactions. Well, wait, how- how was the first one? What oh. do you rate the first one? We don't have to what did I rate the yet, first one? Yeah, I gave it an 85. Whoa, okay. I liked it. it. It was a nice, charming, super like super charming family movie. It was it was a good time. Well, then you might as well just give our first reaction right off the bat, right? About the second one, then. Um, Paddington 2 was just as much of a good time. I actually liked it a little bit more. Um, I, I had a lot of fun with this movie. Paddington just cracks me up as a character. Um, his the person that does his voice is Ben Wishaw. Um, I, the only reason I knew him is I watched Mary Poppins Returns a couple days ago. But um, <laughs> what what is that laugh about, Sage? <laughs> I said hor- a bad joke in my head. Don't Let's you wish your name wasn't Ben? <laughs> <laughs> what I hate you. I missed it. <laughs> I don't. I, 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 think I don't he, get it. You were talking while he was talking. What was his joke? Don't you wish your name wasn't Ben? Because <laughs> his name's Ben Wisha? Yeah. <laughs> kind of funny. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> I think it's funny that you think you're so funny. That was the first thing that went through my head when you said his name. Sage is back, folks. <laughs> yeah, my brain hurts. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Like Just even like the little like bear grunts that... Paddington gives off every once in a while. Where he'll just like be talking in his British accent, and he'll just go. Arm. <laughs> I was like, "What a funny touch to put into this thing." Yeah, yeah. Sage, your initial thoughts. It was annoyingly good. <laughs> oh, wow. I also Sage I cried at the end. You did? I did. You probably felt a little more emotional because you watched the first one. Yeah, I knew the connection from with yeah. his aunt. Yeah, Sage. Yeah, I did. It caught me in the feels, bro. I was just <laughs> traveling for two weeks with my grandma in Europe. Uh, so I was like, oh, that was just me. Wow, Sage. Oh. You've got some travel feels. You're, you're like little Paddington. I got some deep feels. Aww. I was like, when they were like, we couldn't get you the book, but we got you another present. I was like, oh, God. That's what I started oh, to. I was like, how much is in London? <laughs> 
Oh my god, I wish I could have been in that room with Sage. He probably was so happy and just He's falling. crying again. Yeah. Well, this is our laughter. <laughs> I am too. Oh my god. Uh, you played so that funny. off so well because you're like, oh, it was annoyingly good where it was going to be like, this is fine. And then you're like, no, I went fully emotionally invested into this thing. <laughs> yeah, not at the start. At the start, I was like, oh, this is going to be an annoying family movie. And then I was like, what the fuck? He's going to prison? And then it became cooking. And I was like, ooh, now I'm in. And then it just tapped into the grandma vibes. And I was like, son of a bitch, I'm fucked. I'm so screwed. Oh, my God. Wow. I never crossed my mind that you would have thought about it that way. But that's the funny thing. It was a massive... It was a massive 180. You're like little Paddington. That's so cute. It was unfortunately painful 180. Oh wow, my I God. like how the cooking got you. Okay, when, uh, Tate. When he was bringing, so I, I should, oh. since we're on this train, pun unintended. Um, <laughs> nice. Uh, when it was getting, you're to killing Lucy, it tonight. Like, by the way, that's a, that was another nice one. <laughs> when I, it was getting to the like door with Aunt Lucy. I was like, you son of a... I was out saying out loud, you son of a bitch movie, don't you do this to me. <laughs> and then it was Lucy and the tears started flowing. I was like, fuck you, movies. <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you doing this to me? And wow. then I quickly had to pause it. <laughs> you paused it? <laughs> I had to. It was unbearable. Oh my god. Oh my god. I that is amazing. I okay, take your initial thoughts. God, that made me so happy. <laughs> oh man. So I thought it was I thought it was good. I didn't like I think right off the bat, you guys enjoyed it way more than I did. <laughs> I thought it was a fine movie. I I unlike you, Jacob, I didn't have the first one to build into this, so I didn't have like the feels. And then unlike Sage, I didn't have the relation quite as much to young Paddington. So but so I didn't I didn't I was the one that out of the three, I guess, that didn't wasn't a tearjerker in the end for me but that's because i like yeah didn't it was still really cute and i i mean i enjoyed it it was a really good movie to watch and like oh my god if i had a kid i would show my kids paddington one and paddington two all day no doubt but um yeah i mean it was a really enjoyable movie i liked it it just wasn't like blew my socks off charming or blew my socks off like good like klaus is kind of like that another level of like family kid friendly really enjoyable to watch and i love it um this one's like in that same ballpark but just slightly though it's cute it's a really cute movie now does this make either of you two want to watch the first paddington oh man I, um <laughs> sage i think yeah <laughs> shut up <laughs> god damn it. i'll answer it for him. yeah he's gonna go watch it right now he's never gonna tell us that he's gonna go watch it but he's gonna go watch it right now i won't tell it's, you he'll never admit it <laughs> but um i don't know i would probably i mean it's the kind of thing where like if i'm with somebody and they're like hey you want to watch paddington one i'd be like sure yeah but i probably won't go out of my way to watch it but i mean yeah at some point i probably will sage i don't know man I'm <laughs> annoyed. I'm i i did not <laughs> i did not cry in the first one for the record i don't know probably i'd probably consider it i honestly like the first 30 minutes of the movie i was like oh paddington's kind of annoying this is a yeah. kid's movie and then, yeah, it was like the oh, whole prison oh, thing where I was like... The prison like, thing that got you? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it was the prison thing where I was like, oh. It was the first scene for me that I really Brendan like Fraser. actually... I was like, oh, yeah. or, this no, could be what? good. Gleason. Gleason. Brendan Gleason. 
Um, mm-hmm. I fucking loved him. He was awesome. <laughs> he in was this. so yeah, awesome. He was so good. Oh, he was perfect for that angry, but kind of like soft on the inside prison for kitchen. Sure. Yeah, chef. Um, but that's the scene where it got me. Like, I agree with you. For the first, I don't know how long it was, 30 or 40 minutes or whatever. I was kind of like, oh, this is just a really cute movie, but nothing exciting is really happening. Um, but then when, uh, yeah, when he went to prison and then he, <laughs> when he was eating the shitty food and he was just like, and they're all like, yeah, you can go talk to him if you want. Like, and then I, I did, I laughed and he said, when the, the guard didn't do anything, just said, call the medic. <laughs> and then, and then I was like, call the priest. And, yeah, I started to chuckle at that. And then when he went up there and he was just like, oh yeah, I love it when people complain. And he was like, oh, well, okay then. And he just goes off on him in like the nicest way possible. I was and laughing. He shoots the ketchup. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> he like oh. oh, I know what gets ketchup off and squirts mustard at him. Yeah, all of that. And Brandon Gleason's just so pissed. And then, yeah. And then when the guard says, forget the medic, call the priest. He won't make it in time. <laughs> like that whole scene, I was like, okay, that, that turned it for me. This was a... And from there on, it went uphill. Yeah. But yeah, for the first like 30, 40 minutes, I thought it was pretty stagnant. Um, I didn't care too much. But that I'm really- sorry. I, I just remembered another Harry Potter reference. The guy, the like shopkeeper. Um, yeah, the one that had the book. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Gruber is played by Jim Broadbent, who is also in Harry Potter. <laughs> Slughorn, is that his name? Yeah. Horace Slughorn. He was the... Like, Oh, that's one of the other that, teachers, like, yeah. In like the last two or three movies. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. He's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, no, that's Mad-Eye Moody, played oh. by Brendan Gleeson. So there's another wow. Harry Potter Holy reference. Shit. Holy shit. Wow. <laughs> um, he, he's the one that like Harry and Dumbledore go and talk to, and he becomes the potions teacher when Snape becomes the... Oh, yeah. He's also bad. Defense of the gun. Yep. Uh, not bad, bad. He, he helps them in the end and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anywho. Paddington too. <laughs> yes, not not a Harry Potter, but review. crazy um, amount of Harry Potter references. I, yes, I, I believe this is the first time we see um, Paddington as a cub. I don't think we saw him as a cub in the first one. Very cute, very cute as a cub. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about the very first scene. when he's did yeah, they, floating did they down the say, river. So then, in the first movie, did they say how they got Paddington, or it just starts out that they just have Paddington? Um, no, it just kind of starts him? like an explorer. Yeah, so they didn't say that they saved him from a river in the first one. Okay, that's cool. No, but the the animation on the bears is fantastic. Like, is it obviously doesn't look lifelike, but it's not necessarily supposed to. Yeah, I I, it was just every time they're on screen, it just makes you want to watch it because you're like, how are they doing this? Why does it look like? Why is it so appealing to look at? Yeah, it almost kind of looked like a claymation. type of feel mixed because it didn't look like a Pixar or anything like that kind of animation. Um, but it like looked like realistic ish with a clear hint of, um, animation. Thoughts on the bears animation, Sage. Was, yeah, it was good. Don't have any. Oh my gosh. Okay. No, thank you. No still just shook. <laughs> okay. Um, the, the one thing that I, um, before we kind of keep on through the plot, I want to mm-hmm. throw this in there. This movie felt very Wes Anderson vibes. Are you guys the only one that got that? Like, I thought that with a lot of the ways that they shot the, some of the, sh- sh- like, shot some of the scenes. And, like, I thought the prison hole, everything with the prison kind of felt very Wes Anderson-y. Where they all had their, like, every, I mean, it was, like, perfectly lined up rows. Where it was, like, perfectly filled seats. They all looked the exact same. And, like, then they all turned pink. And, I don't know. It felt, all, that whole prison scene felt very, even, like, the way they communicated through the 
like the pipes and their whole exit. That felt so Wes Anderson. I can see that. Just like just kiddish enough or just like imaginative enough that they don't have to dig into like too much detail about how the actual breakout happened. They just kind of it, like, it never like entered my head watching it, but like when you say it, I was like, oh, okay, I, I oh, could see it. I think if you re, I thought about it like halfway through the film. I think right before the prison thing, there's one scene before that that got me. Oh no, it was when they're introducing all of the characters when they're like, "This is the girl." So it was right at the beginning, actually. They're like, "This is the sister." Blah 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 blah. I feel like Wes Anderson always does that with like all of the characters, just like a quick snippet of like, "This is them," and this is their weird quirky little thing about them. This is them, and this is their weird quirky little thing about them. And I had, so I had that in my head the whole movie, and there's a lot of it that felt Wes Anderson y. Here's something that I, a note that I have written down LOL, they still wear actual wigs in court in England. Back to the Rob Roy discussion of wigs are stupid. <laughs> well, yeah. Wasn't he wearing that because he got his head buzzed? No, they were all wearing it, and they, they, they do it. That's a real thing. Oh, really? British lawyers follow the tradition of wearing head wigs, which is regarded as a symbol of power and respect for the law. In fact, not wearing a wig is perceived as an insult to the courts. Power and respect. British lawyers and judges wear wigs to portray their formality in the courtroom and to pay homage to legal history. Man, that's some bad homage you're paying. When I saw them, because the lawyers had them on too, and I was like, what? What are they doing? I must have missed those wigs on. I I saw the judges, and I was like, oh, that's because he got his head. But that was a funny little loophole that they closed. Because, like, I like how, I mean, that scene was very childish and, like, it was fine that he, like, when he buzzed his hair and he was cute. But um, then when they, when he was in the courtroom and that was the judge and he's like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, that was <laughs> yeah. a cute little He's like, look, Paddington, you haven't done anything wrong as long as you get, like, a nice judge. Yeah. You should be just fine. And then flips <laughs> down. He's like, oh, no. Yeah. Wow. Also, speaking of, I'm jumping around a little bit here, but somebody else that did really good, and I, it was because of the court scene that I thought about it, was the villain in this or the bad guy. He was really good. Yeah, Hugh Grant. Hugh, yeah, Hugh Grant. Yeah, he was really, really convincing in his like psychopathic behavior or whatever you, you call that. Um, you know who that is, right? You know, you know who Hugh Grant is. I mean, I know the name for sure. If you asked me to name two of his movies, I'd be like, cannot do. Love pass. Actually. Ah, I hate that movie. I know, I do too. But he's in it. The Man from Uncle. Oh, I did see that he's one. In, yeah, yeah. He's I, in I a know lot that he's of like movies. a pretty well known. A lot. He yeah. was like hot like a hot item for like rom-coms for like 20 years mm-hmm. 15 mm-hmm. 20 years your knowledge of actors just always surprises me <laughs> in one year and out the other already <laughs> you could ask me to name them back to you right now and i probably couldn't um but he was oh, really here's good. a quiz oh take can you name where what other thing uh the three prisoners there's knuckles and then the two others knuckles not the guy wearing glasses no, but the other guy. No, uh, one of them was the one that just goes. <clears throat> no, 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 no. The three that escape prison with Paddington. Oh, you want me to name them? No. Can you name what other thing he's from? Oh, no. His I barely name, know what you're talking about. His actor's name is Noah that, Taylor. Oh, I don't know. Yes, which I know you're what you're talking about. about. Yeah. Which one was Noah Taylor? Was he the bigger one or the smaller one? The smaller one. Black hair. Pull up his face, Jacob. Oh, yep. If you don't get this one, I'll be disappointed in you. That kind of looks familiar. Um, <laughs> why does that look familiar? I'm not. Jacob, you want to make a bet on whether or not he's going to get it? No, I don't think he's going to. I'm definitely not. He's not. He's not. If I would have, it would have. I haven't right seen the, the movie. You referenced the director earlier. 
Oh, that's not even what I'm talking about. Oh, really? Oh, bye, Jacob. <laughs> and we lost him. He didn't like that comment. What Instead of... What's his... What movie? <laughs> and he's back. I accidentally hit back on the wrong screen. So what's the what what's the movie that he's in? Life Aquatic. Um, and Almost Famous. Almost Famous has been a long time that I've seen, but Life Aquatic, it's... Is, I did what was the one that you were talking about, Sage? He's from Game of Thrones. What? He's the one that tries to backstab Jon Snow. That's like working for... Uh, for the shitty I'm pretty sure that's him, isn't he? The shitty bastard? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's him. The one that's working yeah, for the other shitty bastard? Yeah. He's like the spy that like gets into and he attempts to kill Jon Snow, but um, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. He is in Game of Thrones. Um, what's his character's name? I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. Locke? Yeah, Locke. Interesting. I, I don't remember him. I'll, I will... Openly admit that um, there is another <clears throat> Game of Thrones person in this, though. Um, he was the guy that um, was with Khaleesi over on like the other continent. You'll recognize him, Joel Fry. Do you think all this crossover name. is purely because these are just oh British, yeah? British Remember that fans? guy from Game mm-hmm. of Thrones, Joel Fry? Um, yeah. Yes, I believe it is because it's just it's all a British, British movie. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean they. Yeah. Doctor Who, Love Actually, yeah, uh, Harry Potter, Game of Thrones, Harry Potter, yeah, that's for sure. Just yeah, Harry Potter was like halfway famous for like J.K. Rowling. One of her rules when they decided to make the movies was she's like, I don't want anybody that's not British cast as a British person. The- Wasn't Brendan Gleeson in Harry Potter too? Yeah, yeah, we mentioned that he was Mad Eye Moody. Yeah. Um, when did Paddington One and Paddington Two come out? How recent is this? Um, Paddington 2 was 2017. Um, Paddington 1 was like 2014, if my memory serves me. Just a sec. I'm trying to scroll down to it. Yeah, 2014 was Paddington 1. Cool. Yeah, um, back to this long-winded tangent that we took. Um, Hugh Grant was fucking incredible in this. Yeah. Him and and Brandon Gleason did insanely good. Nicole Kidman was good in the first one, too. I kind of want to see yeah, that first was... one purely for Nicole Kidman. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Oh, the security guard was in the first one that um, from from this one where he was like talking about like how he's medic. like the nun scene. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he was he like, was that's funny. a super hot nun. <laughs> yeah. <It> was, <laughs> I like how they did kind of keep it was like a running joke that they're talking about how attractive that guy is. <laughs> he was like. Well, that happened in the first one as well. Really? Yes, with, with uh, Nicole Kidman. The, no, Mr. Brown dressed up as like a uh, like a cleaning person, but like was a female. And some, spoilers. And and somebody yes. that same guy mentioned. Oh, that same guy mentioned about how it was exactly is the same guy. He's like, <laughs> that's funny. You though. are just insanely attractive, and he's like. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Can you describe this nun for me? Oh, oh. with pleasure. <laughs> Deep slurping. Well, I like the. Oh, that's the other thing that felt so Wes Anderson when he was just like telling the story of how he caught the nun, and he was like, and they were running away, and I, and like just the re-showing the whole, in, like re-showing how it happened, and he was just like, "Hey, you there!" <laughs> and then like yeah. slowly chases them, like. But that scene, he's like. He's like, oh, yeah, and then she got away. The most attractive nun I've ever seen. And, like, just slips <laughs> yeah. it in there. No context. 
That was funny. I did. He was really funny. <laughs> and I did. Well, I'd like to um, the self ego of the maniac in this one, Hugh Grant. <laughs> like I, every single time, he just thought like so highly of himself when he was just like in the in the courtroom. And like, there's like, here's the drawings of the suspect. And he's like, oh, what a handsome devil. (laughs) And he just couldn't help himself and just beautiful blue eyes. And she's like, it was a pencil sketch. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That did him in. Um, I also like the line from Mrs. Weasley. Actors are some of the most evil, devious people on the planet. Yeah. And (laughs) and they're all clearly actors. And like the one lady was just like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) Nice that little, was a uh, that was a good line. Meta line, yeah. Fourth wall breaking, yeah. Fourth wall, third wall, fourth wall, fifth wall, mm. third wall, second wall. Oh boy, are we getting into dimensions here? Thought we were done with that. Fourth wall. This was that's yeah. breaking the fourth wall to the audience. Yes. Oh yeah, because on a like they're on a play setting, they have three walls around them. You're the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. What else do we have here? Um, oh, my last note on a funny scene was <laughs> when Paddington gets to the train station with the help of the garbage man, and he's he puts the bin over his himself, and the garbage man's like, "Okay, remember, stay low. You're a bin." And he's like walking around. He's like, "Stay low. I'm a bin." <laughs> and then the police officer tosses the donut, and he's like, "Thank you." And he's like, "You're welcome." He's like, "What's happening?" <laughs> he's like. Just a regular Ben here, and he's like, "Oh, okay," and just walks away. Yeah, that scene killed. That was the first time I laughed. I think the whole like in the movie, I kind of like went like, huh, "If there was something funny," but that was the first time where I started like actually laughing. And the reason is, God, this movie just hit the open wound of grandma vibes because uh, I was my grandma took me to Washington D.C. when I was young, and we were at the like nature and science museum or whatever. And um, we got lunch and I was throwing my lunch away and the trash can said, thank you as you like do it. And I was like, ah, (laughs) 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 my my grandma and I joked that they hire people to just sit in the trash cans to say, thank you. (laughs) Sage, maybe you ran into Paddington. (laughs) Yeah. So when that happened, I just like started like, I was laughing pretty damn hard. I was like, uh, that, I know that feeling. <laughs> I, uh, the other thing I really like about both these movies is like nobody reacts like he's a bear. Yeah. Like they'll make comments about like, oh, we're looking for a bear. <laughs> and yeah. you're, like they just treat it normally. Like it's, but it, it's not like it's an identifying feature. Where they're like, no, that's a bear, but they're not like, oh my god, that's a bear, and it's just, it's just a running thing throughout the whole thing. Where it's, it's just makes me laugh very. Wow, is Ted not, not laugh hard, but chuckle? Is Ted the rated R version of Paddington? Yeah, because Ted, like that. Once you said that, they just made me think of Ted. How in the entire sh- like show, nobody like or in th- those movies, nobody really questions that he's a talking bear. They just kind of interact with him. But yeah, so it, is he a Ted? Is a Ted is a rated R Paddington? Yeah. Ted came out in a, who do you think would win in a fight? So is Paddington is Paddington a G-rated Ted? Oh, damn. Um, no, because Paddington, I was just reading, is based off books from yeah, 1958. I actually used to read the books when I was young. 
Oh, really? Oh, Sage, you're a little Paddington man. <laughs> Shut up. Shut, <laughs> up. Shut it. I need an all. Yes, I like jam, but that has nothing to do with marmalade. We need that, like, the, the laugh tracks, but, like, for aww, like the whole crowd. <laughs> the Paddington Ice Terror was very funny. I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, that was a good scene for. I, I really liked um, seeing Brandon Gleason's, like, the other side of his character that everyone else. Brendan. Like, yeah, whatever. Brendan. Um, especially like when they were making the marmalade and then like they started to serve it to everybody and he like just shut the window and he was just like, I'm not nervous. Shut up. Do they like it? <laughs> and then he was, they hate it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Sage, you're also like a little Brendan Gleason man a little bit. I'm fine with that. You're kind of like a mixture between Paddington and Brendan Gleason. Mm-mm. Paddington and Knuckles. Knuckles. Yeah. I like how he reversed his. I don't want to give him he, Brendan Gleason when he did it. And that's with a capital N. Yeah, I take Brendan Gleeson. No, we're not giving you Brendan Gleeson. We're giving but I you take Knuckles. It. Yeah, but I take it. If you if you were in prison, you would be this Brendan Gleeson for sure. You'd be making marmalade for everybody. Super self conscious. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I read I read that this is based on a 1958 series, and, and so they're all called. Or I guess the series is called A Bear Called Paddington, and there's more than it says. Oh, has been featured in more than 20 books. And there is a statue, it looks like, in London, in Leicester Square. Leicester? Leicester. Leicester Square. I knew that right when I said it. Um, <laughs> on a bench. So next time I'm there, I'm going to go find little Paddington and take a picture with him. Mm-hmm. So I've got two movie statues to chase down now. The Rocky Station and her statue in Philly and the Paddington, <laughs> and Paddington. statue in London. Wow. What a killer <laughs> combo of those two statues. <laughs> Rocky and Paddington. no and yoda in san francisco Mm. um that's kind of all the notes i have yeah i think my my only note also is that like i wasn't i don't think i was too surprised that they like brought his aunt to him um i thought it was kind of a given and i i don't know if you guys i I don't know if it sounded like you guys were surprised or not but um like right off the bat when he was just like oh i want to buy her a gift and he's gonna get her like the book from london like, because they showed that first clip, I don't know why she didn't go to London. I didn't watch the first one. Or I don't know how he made it to London and she didn't. Uh, but when they show that first clip of her dying to go to love, or London, almost going, and then in the very first scene, basically, he's like, I need to get her a gift. She loves London. I was like, bring her out to London, man. Come on. Put an A and B together. And then when he... It's too big for a little bear, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Don't, don't you dare try to criticize this movie. Sage is going to fucking fight you. Fucking kid's book. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But so then when like at the very end, he like doesn't get the book and like he, yeah, whatever. They're like, oh, her birthday's already passed, but don't worry. I was like, oh, she's here. Yeah, here obviously. Obviously. But, <laughs> but I like how that still hits you guys hard, even knowing though that they were going to say that. That it still hits you in the feels that hard. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's cute. I like it. All all you want is That's nice. Your nice little aunt to come to London. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. The only other funny scene that I uh, remember that made me laugh pretty hard was when the dad was doing the splits and he like just went into yoga mode. That made me laugh pretty hard. Yeah, because that's a little callback. <laughs> yeah, embrace your chakra, and he's like home. <laughs> the They're dad. very. Both movies are very good at callbacks. 
it, it was good. Yeah, good plot, good writing. Lots of them. Um, but the dad was kind of a funny character too. Like when like the whole family was convinced that it was the whatever the guy's name is. Uh, fucking. Uh, not Gerard. What was his name? His character's name. Huh. The bad guy or yeah. Phoenix Buchanan. Phoenix Buchanan. What a juicy name. That's the shot I've ever heard one. <laughs> hey, it was almost there. When they, when the no. whole family was convinced. No, you would have had better odds him, seeing Paddington. And then the dad kept on denying and denying and denying. And then when they like <laughs> go up that ladder and he was like, we knew it. <laughs> we were right. Yeah. I was like, okay, <laughs> She's like, we. <laughs> it's cute. It was a cute movie. It was, dude. I still can't get over it. the little noises that Paddington makes, like when he's like the little bear noise is just like Arr. when he's mostly <laughs> eating. Just, yeah, I like that. Oh, eating man, and I like that, or like he, when he gets mad and he's like. Arr. I like that. I mean, even like the dog was great. Mm-hmm. There's like little things throughout it, and I think like that. What was cool is like Paddington was the the bright side of everything, obviously, and then like the uh, uh, HOA neighborhood watchman guy was like the negative side and like the Scrooge kind of character of it all. I thought that the, I thought that the guy that was living in the apartment with like the dirty windows and always is Nan, like negative Nancy. I thought he was going to have the longest character arc to develop. I thought he was going to be really angry for the whole movie and very slowly near the end, kind of like a Grinch or kind of like a Scrooge. Um, you just need a little sunlight. Yeah. He, yeah. I, I did too. Sunlight. And then like immediately Paddington just washes his window and he's like, Oh, girl. Yeah, I wish I wish and then he was immediately to come happy. wash my window so I could be like, oh, girl, me too. Wow, how do you say that? <laughs> Him washing the windows is pretty annoying. On that, that took me off. I was like, so he just like rubs his whole body on your window. <laughs> I liked it. It was funny. I was like, uh, what? <laughs> the first one was kind of funny because like the guy that like the yeah. lawyer that looked back at him kind of like mimicked his like <laughs> dancing a little bit. <laughs> That, was, that was the only time where I was like, oh, that's kind of funny, I guess. And then he just kept like watching his whole body. I was like, what? <laughs> I just I just love all the little things that Paddington struggles with. Like he couldn't lift the, the bucket of water. And so he's like, oh, I could tie it to the rope. And then he like gets on and it doesn't move. And he's like, oh, no. And he grabs the flower pot and he goes down. It was just great. Yeah, very cute. Very cute humor. And he like puts the flower pot down and he starts going up and he's like trying to reach for the flower pot and then the water bucket just breaks. Yeah. Cute movie. What were the awards? Did it win much. awards? Uh it won some BAFTAs. Nothing Not- like this would be up for awards. You don't think? Um no. I thought this was a pretty big movie when it came out. Yeah, it was nominated for three BAFTAs. Outstanding British film of the year. The BAFTAs are the, like the British Oscars. Mm. Outstanding British Film of the Year, Best Supporting Actor, Hugh Grant, and Best Screenplay Adapted. Let's see if the first Paddington won anything or was nominated for anything. Paddington won, was nominated for two BAFTAs. Um, The Alexander Corda Award for Best British Film and Best Adapted Screenplay. Wow. No Oscar love for Paddington. Maybe Paddington 3, which is in production. Oh, God, you love to hear it. Sage? Huh? Did you just get some little butterflies? Paddington no. 3 is in production. No, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Stop. <laughs> I don't need it. Wow. Paddington 2. I don't know about Paddington 1, but Paddington 2 made bank. $40 million. Yeah, $40 million budget and $230 million box. Yeah, wow. It did make That's bank. That's a fucking deal. Hey, 
Paddington three. If you need investors, I'll throw you ten bucks. <laughs> the first Paddington, the budget was an estimated fifty-five million. Worldwide gross was two hundred and eighty-two million. About the same. What the hell? Paddington Who's... rakes it in, baby. What? How is? It's all those family bucks. Yeah, that is true. Families, Families spend money at the movies. <laughs> They're like, yeah, please and like, entertain my child. I don't know. Besides, like, it was probably a breath of fresh air for these families out here that, like, they're like the only family movies that come out seemingly are Disney and Pixar movies. Yeah. yeah. And so, oh, like, oh, a non Disney awesome Pixar movie that's getting good word of mouth. Let's go see it. I would love to watch this with a little kid. And I bet you, like, jaw dropped, eyes not blinking for the entire movie. I bet they'd be so into this. I would love to watch it. Oh, yeah. How many kids after the movie, like, after they watch this movie, are just like, Mother, can I have some marmalade? <laughs> and they're like we have jelly and they're like no i need marmalade i'd be like shut up yeah I'm not getting like it. no no oh, they have man. like strawberry marmalade and they're like it's not orange like paddington's <laughs> orange marmalade does sound strange i did like the mm-hmm. juicing scene he's like you got some good juices there and like he just <laughs> threw him one and he just catches catch his hand and just crush it and immediately just that was funny wes anderson very wes anderson vibes yeah i think if you watch right, so it precursor to him saving Paddington in the end. Yeah. Oh, definitely all of that. I did <laughs> the little gun <laughs> when the Weasley mom was just like, she's <laughs> yeah. like, didn't you ever learn to not bring a knife to a gunfight? <laughs> and I don't know what accent I'm doing, but and he was just <laughs> like, <laughs> he was like, it's a toy dart gun. <laughs> shoots him in the forehead. And she's like, I believe that that gun shoots a uh, suction cup arrows, <laughs> and she <laughs> shoots and it just sticks to his forehead. And he's like. But this sword is, I believe, quite sharp and just cuts the flamingos off the wall. And they're like, oh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Who was uh, the director? Who- Stage Combat Level 4. Directed by Paul King. What else has he done? Because um, that was very Wes Anderson. The first Paddington. Um, he is Wes Anderson's little brother. I just made that up. I was about to, You almost got me. He will be doing the Timothy Chalamet Wonka movie. Shut up. Oh, wow. So he did a lot of TV. Um, it looks like. Yeah, I just recently TV. learned that Chalamet was in Chalamet was in Interstellar. Yeah. Oh, really? What the fuck? Yeah, he was. Uh, he was uh, McConaughey's son when he like before when he's he left. Grown up. Yeah. Oh, like what? Before before he grew yeah. up, I had no idea. Huh. And I just saw that recently. Wow, that's crazy. Mister Chalamet. Mister Chalamet has been around for a while. That's another good movie oh, yeah. to throw to his list. He was fifteen-year-old yeah. Tom. Chalamet. Um, I got nothing else. I love that it was an hour and a half. That's my other thing. Boom. Cap it off with that. I fucking love that it was an hour and a half. Awesome. Mm-hmm. It is good. Yeah, I totally agree. It was great length, tight script. Yeah. Punchy all the way through. Charming. Like a toyga. Charming. Tearjerker. Mm-hmm. Definite tearjerker. Sage, any more tears you want to add? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listeners are going to be so happy that you're back. Whatever. Oh. We, we got we got Sage in full force tonight. This was yeah. full Sage. All right. Let's get to scores here from the aggregators. A 7.8 out of 10 on IMDb, a 99% on Rotten Tomatoes, and an 88% an 88 out of 100 on Metacritic. Who's that one? Who's the one? I don't know. You. In Rotten Tomatoes. No, that I would never walk out and say I dislike this movie. Who's the one in Rotten Tomatoes that didn't like this movie? I want to meet you. Maybe I don't. It is quite disappointing. This is a 100% um, Rotten Tomatoes for sure. I can go first. I know what I'm rating this thing. I'm rating this one two points higher 
than the first Paddington. I'm giving this movie an 87. Sage? It's annoying. I'm also giving it an 87. Wow. <laughs> We're just the same person. Yeah, it broke the four and a half star barrier, but I think just the first 30 minutes being too family cutesy keeps it from being like a strong four and a half out of five stars. And there are some kids, I have some kids movies in the high four and a half and five stars, and those are much better than this one, but this one was very good. Kids movies slap sometimes. They, Klaus, shut up. Oh my God. Don't say that (laughs) word around me. Don't do it. Klaus, what's the little girl's name? No. A little Somali. Somali? No. What? It, uh, no. Um, what is Sammy. It? Sammy. Sammy. Wesley, Wesley just picked up his head. <laughs> oh God! What is adorable. the? Oh, it's just the Sammy girl. Yeah, Sammy. Was, well, Sammy is the name that. of the tribe, I think. Right? Yeah. The people. I know, but I think she was just Sammy girl. Um, I am gonna go with an eighty. I already had it written down. You are the most predictable person in the world. Yep. <laughs> oh, I'm going to give Melancholia a 95. <laughs> <laughs> like to keep it predictable. I need, Padd- I need Paddington to exist so he can find the good in your movie ratings. Because <laughs> I'm having a hard time thing. seeing. I'm having a hard time seeing it. <laughs> he would probably be like, you know what? That's an okay score, Tate. You're such a nice guy. And I'd be like, thanks, Paddington, man. No, he'd give you the stare. For an 80, yeah, he'd, he'd be like, happy with an 80. If he's not no, happy with an 80, fuck him. He'd give you the stare and be like, okay, you're right, I'm sorry, 95. <laughs> yeah, he'd probably be like, oh, an 80's a good score, and then I'd tell him, take Gabe Melancholy in 95. And I'll then fight he Paddington. Would, he would give you the hard stare, and then you would crumble and say, all right, I was just saying that. I didn't <laughs> Is it getting it. hot in here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, so that is an average score of 85, and it is my pick next. I am picking a movie that I recently picked up on 4K Ultra HD. This movie was directed by the one and only Steven Spielberg. Um, It came out in 1977. It is Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Love it. Oh, God. Absolutely love it. No, I don't think it's scary. So it's not like the third kind movie? No, it's like an alien movie. No, the fourth um, kind is what you're thinking of. Yeah, third kind. Just, yeah. This is Close Encounters of the Third Kind. You're thinking of the horror movie, the fourth kind. Oh, oh God, don't see it, yeah. <laughs> Roy Neary, an Indiana electrical lineman, finds his quest and finds his quiet and ordinary daily life turned upside down after a close encounter with a UFO, spurring him to an obsessed cross-country quest for answers as a momentous event approaches. Wow, I fucking love it. 1977? Yep. Um, So this movie is not streaming anywhere, but because I do have it in physical, it came with a digital code. Um, I am going to uh, do the, like, there's this little thing called Screen Pass, and I will send you guys... No. I've already used the code. We can both. I will send you guys the screen pass to both of you. I believe. Dope. Very dope. Yeah. So that's sounds great. That's my movie. What do we think, Sage? Are you scared? You picked a sci-fi movie that wasn't Star Wars, or like a space movie that wasn't Star Wars. I picked a Star Wars. I picked a movie that came out in 1977 that wasn't Star Wars. Star Wars, Sage. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love the it. The only thing more shocking right than now. that is that Tate rated Melancholia 95. <laughs> um, let's see. Let me see if I can find the genres here. I don't think. Who's it's... in it? Did you go over that? What? Who's in it? 
genres are science fiction, fantasy, adventure, drama, mystery. Um, Richard Dreyfus is in it. Um, I don't think it has like the biggest names in the world. It's, it's early Spielberg, but Dreyfus is a big name. Um, I'm sure there'll be other people that will be like, oh, this is that guy from that guy from that movie. And so this is a movie that I should say this too. I have definitely seen this movie at some point in my life. I can't remember if it was in high school or college, a big group of some organization that I was a part of or club um, were watching it. I remember them watching it in like a basement living room. I, I did not pay attention to it. I was not in the room for a lot of it. I don't remember what I was doing and why I wasn't, but I've seen parts of this movie. Also, it takes place partially in Wyoming. Of course it does. Jacob's and it was filmed this a, here. Jacob's given this Where else would an alien go to abduct someone? I mean, look, it's the it's Devil's Tower. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, our next See? episode, I will have many Devil's Tower stories and the Native American mythology behind Devil's Tower for you as well. Mm. Tate, do you think you could point out where Devil's Tower is on the map of Wyoming? I couldn't point where Wyoming is on a map. It's not true. No idea. Is it Yellowstone? Or is it dead it's south of that? Oh. No, it's not. Devil's Tower? Isn't it like uh, southeast of Jackson Hole? No. Is it dead south? It's, it it's in the northeast corner of Wyoming. Oh <laughs> hey, I could have gotten closer on a map than he, this guy. <laughs> I would have put dead center. Yellowstone's in the northwest corner. Yeah. There's like nothing east of Yellowstone in Wyoming. That would be oh, Idaho. Wow. So what's the, isn't there like a similar rock formation near like uh, the Green River, Pinedale? So there's a lot of rocks no. in the world. You're being pretty vague with that statement. Like, it, it looks like Devil's Tower. Yeah, weird. All right. Isn't there this one rock that looks like this other rock? There's it looks the, like Uluru like, in Australia. The hell is the name of that reservoir? There's the Flaming Gorge Reservoir south of Green River and south of Rock Springs. No, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm wrong. I'm going to clip that. All right. That will do it for today. Um, if you have thoughts or questions, you can email us at gd4ampodcast at gmail.com. That's in Australia, Sage. That's like the Outback symbol of like Outback Steakhouse. Holy You're shit. Just... I never knew that. What? I never knew that. Really? I mean, I've eaten at Outback one time in my life. Yeah. No, I've only eaten it like once or twice, but like obviously. I just Anyways. can't even think about the logo, but yeah. That one is also much wider. It's like a, it's more of a hogback than a uh, t- devil's tower. I'm tired. I need to go to bed. All right. Um, like I said, you can email us at gd4ampodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at gd4gd underscore movies. You can also follow us on Instagram at gd4gd.movies. Um, also leave us a five-star rating on Spotify. Leave us a review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or any if your podcaster of choice gives you the option to leave reviews, leave one there as well. And if not, I'm going to give you the stare. I won't buy you a birthday present. If you do, I will make you some marmalade. We'll catch you next week at the movies. Here I don't give a damn. A mechanic can be a panic with just a
He's looking at you, kid. Incredible. I fucking told you.